Rest in peace. Dropped in the concept, falsely accused was used. And misled, bitch, I'm hoping you fucking rest in peace. Yo, yo, episode 14, crypto and down in the house. What up, Jams? What up, Crypto Rascals? How y'all doing today? What's good, Jams? What's good, Asherelle? It is Tuesday. Uh, we have made money two days this week, so I can't wait to talk some crypto tonight, see what else um, has happened in the world outside of crypto on our down when we get there. But honestly, I'm ecstatic uh, because of the growth of crypto and down. Um, we had a really engaged audience last night um, and our growth has been exponential on both uh, Facebook Live, Twitter. We got our first TikTok out there today. Shout out to you, Asherelle, on the fire, fire intro. Uh, we are increasing our production day by day. Our skin's looking Going good. Up. Fighting. <laughs> our stream is a bit faster with the uh, Wi-Fi updates on my end. So honestly, we're on the we're on the up and up, man. I'm just thrilled to be partnered with you on Crypto and Down, and just can't wait to see what the future holds for us. Yo, as uh, as the great Kwame Brown said, you know we sprinkle a little bit of that mama's cooking on on the stream. Just, All right. just yeah, a bit of taste, man. Just a little, yeah, just a little taste, just a little taste. Yo, I'm doing good. Just made some uh, short ribs, and they were, muh. So uh, right. my tummy's full. I'm ready to talk money. You know, let me pull these up. Talk prices to me, as they say. What's good with the market today? All right. So let's talk some cryptocurrency prices. Uh, shout out to Nomics and Clay. Um, looking at the cryptocurrency global market cap, we are up 1.4% at $2.28 trillion. And looking at the top percentage market cap gainers, you have Kusama at 28% and Polkadot at 17%. These are both layer one solutions um, that are direct competitors to Ethereum. So while the London Heart Fork uh, was said to um, have an impact on the Ethereum gas prices, um, it looks like the token burning has only uh, caused uh, the Ethereum direct competitors uh, to increase in value. Uh, we've seen... Um, some of our other favorite coins here. We're going to skip over our weave and look at helium up 12% today. We love helium here at Crypto and Down uh, due to their utility. Um, we feel that they will have long-standing value in the cryptocurrency space. Um, we have not uh, listened to previous episodes where we did touch on helium. Please view our library on uh, YouTube or we may have to touch on helium once again. Looking at Ave, it is up 12.26%, uh, and Ave is another DeFi protocol built on top of Ethereum. Uh, they've been having a good week, um, so shout out to the DeFi protocol uh, maker, Compound, or a few of those others. Uh, last one we will mention is Curve. Uh, 
looking at the Bitcoin price now, Bitcoin down a half of percent, unable to test that 50,000 psychological level, dipping below 47,000 at coming in at $46,774. Uh, seven day prediction still holds that Bitcoin may be trading sideways um, in a bit of accumulation. There were a lot of buys in that thirty-five dollars to $45,000 range. So if we do dip back down to that level, expect there to be some accumulation um, and purchases. However, if Bitcoin does push up above $55,000, $58,000, that is when my radars will go up as the all-time high sits just a little above $65,000. And we should start seeing Bitcoin retest that if it does ever break uh that $58,000 level looking just a bit further down um ethereum is up six percent today we cannot um jump over that as uh $3,400 is a nice uh price for those ethereum holders uh hex is just down uh 0.17 after making a all-time high again today uh seven day prediction still holding strong above 31 cents so maybe a nice minor dip uh, to jump in on Hex. I was talking to my mom earlier tonight um, and she was ecstatic about her Hex gains. Uh, she did get into Hex uh, under a penny as I could not hold the good news. I did share it with her. Uh, and so she has Let's also go. some price appreciation. So shout out to Mama Hexican out there uh, holding it down for all of the Hexicans. So looking just at the next highest uh market gainer you do see xrp over a dollar and 17 cents um up five percent today but if you look at the seven day prediction it is said that big uh, excuse me xrp may drop down to a dollar and four cents so you may want to be careful um if you are longing xrp and longing for our uh, new uh, audience members out there, the newest crypto rascals. Uh, longing means that you are expecting the price of that particular asset to go up in the future and you have applied uh, some leverage on that particular bet itself. Um, here at Crypto and Down, we do not uh, push for 100x or 20x even leverages. So please be careful. Um, anything we say here is not financial advice. We are just two friends having public conversations about things that we enjoy and talk about privately. Uh, continuing on with the chart, we did touch on Polkadot and their continued growth in the market. Uh, those parachain option slots, um, both Kusama and Polkadot are benefiting from that. Um, our last token that we will touch on on our market recap is, of course, Uniswap up 10% today. Um, expect to see good things from Uniswap long term as they are the preferred DeFi exchange. Um, Asherel, anything sticking out to you or uh, coins you would like to mention in our market recap? Well, I'm going to keep the same theme. Um, talking about the hex price, I did catch that boy Jenkins, um, his stream, and I had never watched one of his streams before, just going over charts. So uh, what's his uh, what's his YouTube handle? Tell everyone to give him a shout out. Some people go check him out. Uh, if they're shout out to uh, uh, Jenkins Crypto. Okay. Um, and let me confirm that it is Jenkins Crypto. He may have TA on it, but I will, I will confirm that for you. Okay, yeah, but it was interesting just to see his predictions 
kind of holding a line of right there of a Bitcoin running up to 30 ish or so cents. Potentially, depending on how it moves with a fifth wave, it can hold if it can hold that 25, I think, support. So it was interesting、uh, seeing him actually scope it out and chart it out. And then looking back, he says he'll, have, he'll be dropping some stuff on Thursday as far as some bullish news for,、uh, for the project. But yeah, that was interesting to me because I do like people, I like watching people do technical analysis. So he seems pretty good at it. And his, his、uh, predictions were kind of in line with what you were talking about here with that seven day indicator, which it seems like. So yeah. His predictions are right in line with the. Uh, and his Twitter handle Jenkins, J E N K I N Z.、Uh, please give my brother a follow. As Asherel stated, he is a genius when it comes to technical analysis. I've learned a lot from him about wave analysis、uh, when it comes to looking at charts. And as he stated, if HEX can flip 25 cents into support, our next major target is 30 cents, which does align perfectly with NUMIS. So, when it comes to just looking at the chart itself, applying、uh, traditional geometrical patterns,、um, he is one of the best. And while I do plug、uh, Crypto Jenkins, let me also shout out Gerardo、um, in the Hex community. He is also a、uh, quantitative and qualitative analysis、uh, genius. And his charts are something to behold,、uh, whether that is a regression rainbow. Or a、uh, hex return on investment versus Bitcoin or Ethereum. These guys really know the numbers. They really do the math. And at the end of the day, the charts back up what they are stating.、Um, so I support them 100% and do follow their analysis wholeheartedly. Yeah, I'll check out、um, what you say his name was Gerardo. His name is Gerardo. Yes. Gerardo. Gerardo. So G E R A R D O. Okay. Uh, and his website is lookintohex.com.、Uh, and his handle is G E R A W R D O G.、Um, and lookintohex.com is where、um, he holds all of his different graphs, graphics, and charts.、Um, and if you're looking for the actual details, the numbers themselves, and where Hex potentially can go in the future,、um, he is the reason. Why I am confident in stating Hex、uh, will be somewhere near three to seven dollars at the end of the year. Let me restate that Hex currently sits just below 25 cents. Wait, say, yeah, say it again. Say it again slower. I did not catch you. Absolutely. So Hex currently sits below 25 cents.、Um, and based on the expert analysis that I have seen from both Crypto Jenkins and Gerardo at lookintohex.com, I can confidently state that the hex price will be somewhere between three and seven dollars at the end of the year, which is <laughs> multiple.、Um, and the wealth that will be generated from here to there is incredible. And we hope our crypto rascals are heeding the message that we are putting out there to them because there is a chance to make life changing money with hex. And we aren't even talking about the duplicate P hex. That they will be receiving, as well as the pulse chain tokens themselves. So, a bullish, bullish time to be a hexagon and a great time、um, to be learning from others such as Gerardo and Crypto Jenkins.
<laughs> it's funny because now, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take that advice out there. You know, can't. This is not a financial advice, but listening to what you just said, the research you've done on these two gentlemen, um, and watching them myself and seeing one so far, um, just how technical he is and his understanding of it and the way he explains it. So, if we if it can go from twenty five cents to three dollars seven dollars by the end of the year um you know i got to do some reprioritizing with my investments you know speaking of investments you can invest in crypto um the regular stock market <laughs> as well as precious metals but one thing that caught my eye here and i i think this was because of twitter now i don't know how you feel about mr peter schiff always call it <laughs> oh man i can't remember when i heard of peter schiff but i feel like he's been predicting the dollar crash for like you know at least a third of my life but anyway it seems here it's interesting when it comes to i don't know how many of y'all out there are investing in precious metals as well as mm -hmm. cryptocurrencies or stocks but one of the articles i saw that he was tweeting about was talking about how silver could serve as a replacement for more expensive rare earth earth metals in touchscreens and other electronic applications, according to an article in the latest edition of Silver News by the Silver Institute. So basically what this, I'm not gonna get too detailed into this, but you know, it's saying that crypto could be uh, paired with um, tungsten oxide or sorry, silver can be paired with tungsten oxide and to create glass that's used for touch screens. Now, it's just interesting to me if that was used in more applications, especially if we're going more electric, self-driving cars, which are gonna need these type of touch strings as we're getting more interactive with technology. So it'd be interesting if silver is just becomes more valuable depending on where those silver mines are. You can see just potentially mass amounts of wealth being created from areas that haven't, you know, had so much success. You could say being held down or just haven't had the access to wealth. So I think that's something I'm going to watch out for as just the different technical scientific advancements in just making these new parts, whether it's stuff for space, comparing, you know, just I guess that biochemistry, um, there's definitely being waves made, new waves being made and new um, discoveries about how they compare these different, these different elements. So it'll be interesting to see how valuable silver is, gold and these other precious metals, if they can start being used for, you know, the new future economy that we're all going to be doing. Absolutely. And although I am by no means an expert on commodities and precious metals. Um, I do understand demand and with the rise of smartphones, um, electrical batteries um, so that are needed to power homes, vehicles, uh, with the advent of solar power installation throughout the country, uh, the need for elements and the precious metals um, is only going to continue to rise Therefore, if you are an investor 
um, into some of those precious metal metals uh, you likely will see a return on investment in the future shout out to one of my griffins brothers from college uh mr davis he um, also mentioned to me earlier in the spring that we were going to be in a cycle uh, for commodities and what do you know a few weeks later the price of lumber shot through the roof so as we see these supply chain problems happen uh, ultimately that does drive the price of those commodities and precious metals up so if you're looking for a hedge against your cryptocurrency portfolio or even your traditional uh, market precious metals and commodities may be a place to find that diversification that you're looking for. Yeah, I don't know that much about it, but listening to people talk about, you know, there's always a question of what is money? What's real money? The dollars and things we use right now. Yeah, it's money, but it's also, you know, debt that's handed to you. So thinking about stuff that's been used as money in the past, being used as money in the future, being that much more valuable just to have um, so yeah, it's been interesting learning more about the different commodities, especially the precious metals. You know, there are a lot of gold bugs. I know that shift guy, he's, he's, I think he's big in the gold. If I, if I remember right from all the YouTube videos I've seen him on, but yeah, it's, that'll be something interesting to watch because yeah, like you say, I never want to put all my, uh, my hat, you know, throw my eggs in one basket, so to speak, and just rely on one thing. So I try to diversify. So it's interesting. I'll check i'll have to look into that more and i i know uh you're a bit more um into hard assets themselves um and may have obtained a few uh coins in the past or bullions um, in precious metals um and that actually spurred my interest um to potentially start diversifying into acquiring uh some hard assets myself um having um some gold some silver some platinum um, as a hard hedge does not seem like the worst of ideas, although I may not be in agreement with Peter Schiff that gold is the standard we should be attaching our ourselves to. Obviously, we're moving digital. Cryptocurrency is thriving, so Peter Schiff likely will be on board in, two, in 10 years or continue uh, to keep being left behind. Shout out to Too Much For You OK. Um, great tip about silver. And we have to give kudos to our brother Asher L here. He has been on the silver tip, I know, for at least a year now, um, if not more. Uh, therefore, um, those are the kind of gems that you definitely will receive here on Crypto Down, um, as this isn't an exclusive cryptocurrency channel. Um, we do have exposure or experience in precious metals, um, although at not as much, um, but in traditional markets as well yeah definitely all right well let's uh don't you know <laughs> this is a crypto we got crypto in the title so i, I don't want to slow the audience out there down with uh <laughs> precious metal talk absolutely so but let's get into um, some stories here now this one i pulled up you sent me we were talking about is brave now i'm not i don't know if you use the brave browser but i came to be aware of it i want to say a couple of years ago and I've liked it. It, can, it. it integrates well with Chrome. You get, you're not, you're not inundated with ads. And I think a lot of platforms are moving to, to those ad blockers. So that's not something that's uncommon. But the fact that 
this allows you to earn a cryptocurrency by using the browser. Now, uh, what caught your eye about this story? And the thing also, I guess I should mention too, is this browser that is supposed to protect your data and show you ads and reward you for viewing ads from their, I guess, the, the businesses that are sending them ads. So basically, it's just a great way to avoid, you know, having cookies. And they are aligned with Gemini, the platform started by uh, those Winklevoss twins, um, as well as this bank called Uphold. I think that's located in Australia. They'd be paired with a few others. But yeah, what, did you, what, was, what are your thoughts on this? What, what this story was saying about brave users have a new way to cash out their their bat after viewing ads, which is the native token to the Brave browser. Basic attention so, yeah. token. I was actually introduced to bat, the native uh, token of uh, the Brave browser before I knew what the Brave browser was. Uh, basic attention token was one of the first cryptocurrencies that actually came on my radar back in 2017. So, uh, basic attention token is what you earn by utilizing uh, the Brave browser. And as Ashrael uh, eloquently stated, Brave is a privacy browser with crypto tools built in. So similar to your uh, Mozilla Firefox, your Google Chrome, your Internet Explorer, Brave is a browser, but they are in, uh, their purpose is uh, primarily privacy and you have the ability to earn back tokens in return for the ads that you come across by utilizing their platform. Obviously, Google does not pay you anything for the ads um, that they run and that you view. Neither does Internet Explorer, neither does Mozilla Firefox. So many uh, crypto enthusiasts have migrated over to Brave so that they earn this basic attention token, which does appreciate in price, and as uh, Asherel stated, it is now integrated into the Gemini user wallet, Gemini being the exchange and soon to be powerhouse in cryptocurrency um, founded by the uh, Winklevoss twins. So I do believe that basic attention token has utility and viability in the marketplace due to the Brave browser and the continued partnerships that uh, the Brave team continues to make in the space. Um, as you can see in the article, they are um, integrated with Binance, Crypto.com, FTX, and Gemini. And really, shout out to project manager Chris, uh, Christopher Wynn. You really cannot have better uh, partners than that in the space. And as he stated, this adds another option for our users. So if you are out there, you love browsing the internet, it is something that you do. Um, why not earn money while doing it here at Crypto and Down? We're all about earning passive income and showing the crypto rascals how to do so as well. And the Brave browser and the back token is just another way of doing so. Yeah, they have a way to go. I think they only have like 1% of market share. Yep. But as crypto gets bigger and, you know, they integrate themselves with it, it's going to, yeah, they're only going to grow and people are wanting privacy and don't want to be tracked. You know, there's a lot of censorship and spying. So I do think they'll continue to grow. It'll be interesting to see if they have a competitor startup, try to match them and do what they do better. Or if, you know, a traditional browser 
switches it up to become more like them and changes their business. But I don't know if that's possible. Um, I forget. I was going to say one more thing about Bray, but it slipped my mind. Maybe it will come back to me. But well, I was going to say one thing is if Brave continues to push towards Web 3.0, I see them being around long term. And um, for our audience members, the Crypto Rascals, something Asherelle stated there stuck out to me. Only 1% of market share utilizes Brave. So if you're passively earning BAT tokens, basic attention tokens today, you're in the 1% of the market who is doing so. Imagine what the price will be if that's 5%, 10%. If they start to eat in into Google Chrome and Internet Explorer, the potential um, for earnings is absolutely astronomical. So the information that we provide here on Crypto and Down is need to know information because if you action it now, you are going to be ahead of 99% of people who utilize internet browsers today. How awesome is that information that you're receiving from Crypto and Down? Yo, we drop gems. We drop gems. We drop gems. Kobe's. Kobe. All right, well, let's keep talking about crypto. All right, we talked to, I think we were talking about Africa yesterday. We, uh, we definitely were. Um, so, yeah, no. So, speaking of Nigeria, and we were also talking about CBDCs and the rollout, and you asked me if I thought they would succeed. I think it's interesting that um, Nigeria Central Bank partners with fintech firm BitInc for CBDC rollout. And this article is from Cointelegraph.com by uh, Mr. Turner Wright. But basically, um, it'll be interesting because they had some trouble earlier earlier in the year, I don't know, with banning. They banned Bitcoin and then they're like, just kidding. It seems like they had very high fluctuations with their their currency. So it'll be interesting. Tell me what you think about this article, because if I'm not wrong, it says that they're pegging their new CBDC to their already fiat currency. But to me, this just seems like it's not going to last because one you're tying it to the fiat currency the central bank is issuing it from like a centralized way the people already don't seem like they use it and i've heard especially in nigeria that people are doing a lot of peer-to-peer -peer, um paper transactions i mean probably through bitcoin already so to me it'll be interesting to see how this plays out but this is definitely you know testing ground for things i'm sure they want to roll out in a major way in bigger countries so as they roll it out here first um, I'll be interested to see what happens. What do you think on the, about this? Well, with Nigeria being one of the economic powerhouses in Africa, it's huge news for their central bank to announce uh, that they are going to be releasing preliminary guidelines for a central bank digital currency, also known as a CBDC. Um, earlier in the year, um, as Ashrael uh, stated, they did ban cryptocurrency uh, due to the success of Bitcoin in the society. Um, and when you have peer to peer transactions um, that are occurring, it makes it very difficult uh, for central banks to collect um, taxation when they feel that they are entitled to, although they may not be. Um, and so in Monday's announcement, the Central Bank of Nigeria said it had chosen Bit Inc. based on the company's techno tech 
technological competence, efficient, efficiency, platform security, interoperability, and implementation experience. It also considered the fintech firm experience in the development of Eastern Caribbean Central Bank digital currency, Dcash, which it launched in April. So they are partnering with uh, proving people who have success in the space. Um, however, there are there is good, bad, and ugly when it comes to the implementation of CBDC. The good meaning um, most of young Nigerians have smartphones. Um, they will have now access um, to a e naira. I apologize if I am mispronouncing uh, the term of the Nigerian currency. N-A-I-R-A, -A, um, a Naira, I believe is how it's pronounced. And so the E-Naira uh, will be what these young Nigerians will be utilizing. So that is good. They will now have access um, to the blockchain and be able to um, interact with each other. Um, the bad meaning now the Nigerian Central Bank will be able to surveil the transactions of their citizens and also collect taxes uh, directly from those citizens. The ugly mean being once the government is in your business, you are no longer able to get them out of your business. And unfortunately, what we have seen in not only uh, Africa, but all over the world is that uh, central banks aren't here uh, to help you or put money in your pocket. They're here to generate revenue for the government and tax and take as much money from you as possible. So um, not sure who Mr. Oliver, Oliver Gale is. Um, however, looks like he is the <laughs> original co-founder of the Barbados-based financial company. Um, I know, uh, shout, out to, huh? uh, shout, shout out to Barbados. However, um, he's not the guy I thought I would see as- uh, Really? You, did you? I mean- I, I figured it would look something like this. But I don't know. I'm going to say it without saying it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I was just making sure. sure that article, that are, that, that's from 2016. So, I don't yeah. know. I just I just Googled that. So, I just wanted to see. I just Sometimes it's interesting just to look at these pro projects because the ideas sound really cool, innovative. Um, so it's interesting to see where the founders come from, what they look like, uh, who was on on their team. So, not it's interesting just to get that little bit of a background, and then you can bet on okay, what does that country have that they're from? What type of organization do they have for technology? Whether it be through their military or just regular commerce. So, I those mean, things kind of give you Nigeria. tips on who's. Sorry about that. No, go ahead. I was just going to say shout out to the Nigerians, though. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that they are at least um, accepting cryptocurrencies as a legitimate way of uh, doing business and governing itself. So seeing another major institution um, signal that they are going to be pushing forward uh, with adoption um, is a base hit in my, in my mind. However, we do have to be wary um, of privacy concerns, data collection concerns, um, the ability for them to basically shut off your account whenever they feel like it, um, and things along those lines. Um, I don't want the government telling me how to operate uh, my cryptocurrency. However, um, if uh, the Nigerians feel that the partnership would fit, 
um, is a good one for them to develop the E Naira, then we will see how it ultimately plays out. Uh, too much for you, okay? As did it say how the CBDC was working in the Caribbean? I uh, know the article didn't. It actually just stated that they um, are partnering with the company that implemented it. So uh, we actually, or at least I haven't seen any news um, about successes nor failures of um, CBDCs in the Caribbean. So that may be a bit of research um, for me to undertake tomorrow. Um, and we'll respond back to you on that uh, once we have more concrete uh, details. Yeah, I was just giving the article I just pulled up to see if it's anything about successes, but it seemed, you know, uh, just usual. They're in, they're innovating, coming out with new products. So yeah, it, it's it's an interesting time to be alive with a new financial system emerging, and um, we'll see how it plays out because I think you know history repeats itself, and this has been done before in a different way. But digitally, it'll be interesting how that it gives them more control, but also has a, a possibility to give us a little bit more um, freedom, leeway so to speak, depending on how it, it plays out. And I was going to say the only story uh, before we pivot away, which this will be a nice uh, segue, it, that I've heard is the Chinese. They gave away um, a, can't remember the exact figure of digital ones um, to their citizens to use. And then they did track them down um, or, or not track those people down, but they did uh, follow those transactions um, kind of as a case study review. Um, so that's the only article I've actually recently seen about implemented CBDCs by a government. Um, but as you know, any news that we receive out of China is going to likely be filtered through CCP approval uh, ladder. So um, we have to take that also with a grain of salt. Uh, too much for you, okay, says, I think all these governments are trying to play catch up because they know they have lost and are going to lose control. I could not agree with you more. I'm sure Asherel also agrees. We are ahead of the curveball. They are down 0-2 in the bottom of the ninth inning and we're up 10-0. So it's a blowout and they trying to catch up. But honestly, they don't have the bullpen to do so. And if this was football, it's 28-3 and they are not the, pa the Patriots. We the Falcons and we going to win the game. So as 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 ultimately here um, at Crypto and Down, we are with the people. Uh, we aren't anti-government. We do support uh, the government. However, we believe in fairness and equality, uh, privacy, personal rights, and the ability to stand up for what you believe in. Uh, but segueing into our article, uh, Genesis Digital Asset buys 20,000 Bitcoin mining rigs amidst U.S. Nordic expansion. Uh, they are moving away from uh, China, meaning all of the miners due to another crackdown across the world. We mentioned the Nigerian crackdown just a few minutes ago. And over the last few months, the Chinese has steadily cracked down on their miners, forcing American uh, Bitcoin miners, such as the Genesis Digital Assets, um, to purchase 20,000 new Bitcoin mining systems. So. Uh, Asherel, what do you think about all of these mining firms moving over to the U.S., setting up shop and saying the U.S. is going to be the home of mining operations in the world? Yeah, it's interesting because that kind of plays off of like 
public versus private. China's going the route of public uh, CBDCs. So I think this just plays out what uh, Jans was talking about earlier, just because you got China trying to come out with their major CBDC, CBDC. We'll see how the Fed in the U.S. does it. But as they pivoted away from Bitcoin, that has just opened it up for more people in the U.S. to take over and do mining. And it has led to, I think, certain states taking advantage of that, definitely in the southern regions, one for one Texas. So I think that just shows that Bitcoin in the overall is good for the dollar. It helps. If it wasn't, then I don't think China would be so quick in trying so hard to ban it. I so I think it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out because now that makes me more think, okay, forget what these people in the government are saying. Bitcoin is going to be the Ameri like the coin mostly probably the Americas are gonna take up. And either through private means and government just trying to take on all the way from South America, all the way up through North America, there might still be some holdouts, but that's the way it's heading. And the states in the U.S. are going to align with more South American countries, probably along the Bitcoin train, maybe along the Spanish-speaking lines to those states. So it, my, my thoughts overall are, you know, this is, I think Bitcoin is, is just good for the economy and America's economy. So whether or not you think it's wasteful of energy, I think they can do something that, that can be figured out. I don't really have an opinion on that. So I don't know. I just just makes people I think should make people more uh, bullish on what's happening in cryptocurrencies and as far as which coins are probably going to win out like BTC. And I think this is really interesting. Um, and a few stats stuck out to me. Uh, just a year ago, 80% of uh, Bitcoin mining occurred in China. Uh, let me say that again. 80% of Bitcoin mining occurred in China just a year ago. So by the CCP banning Bitcoin in China, now only 40% of Bitcoin mining actually occurs in China. That means what China has lost the U.S. has picked up and states such as Texas, Wyoming are building facilities. I know there's a facility owned uh, by Riot Blockchain in Rockdale, Texas, and there are going to be others as Texas uh, is on its own, its own block, uh, excuse me, its own power grid. And that does allow those uh, blockchain mining companies to have special concessions and tax policy negotiating directly with the state for cheap electricity. So you're going to see these co corporations grow. And if you are into building facilities or you are a, a GPU miner seller, you are going to have business here in America. And for all of the people who say there aren't any jobs being created in America, look to these mining companies because they are going to need people to maintain those miners. Yo, well, well said. Couldn't agree more. Now, I'm trying to segue into another story we talked about, and this we, it's kind of I like how our shows are, you know, 
The news is so fast. Our shows are running together with great information and back-to-back episodes. We were just talking about Robin Hood the other day. I can't. Episodes are flying by. I can't remember if it was episode twelve or episode eleven. That's a good thing, though. So here, let's talk more about. We talked about PayPal. We were talking about Elon. We were talking about um, Peter Peter Thiel and the moves they've been making in the crypto space technology space now looks like in this article from cointelegraph by um, helen parts paypal reportedly looks to, to take on Robinhood with stock trading paypal has reportedly conducted discussions to acquire a broker de- a broker dealer but is unlikely to launch the new investment service this year all right, what does this article say? And do you think PayPal can just beat the brakes off Robinhood eventually in this space? Well, Robinhood has had a very shaky year. Something we've mentioned often on this show um, is that uh, their CEO, Vlad, due to the meme stock craze in the spring, has really taken a uh, shot on the reputation. Therefore, their viability in the space of uh, is isn't as strong as it could be therefore their direct competitors such as paypal uh the fidelities the other investment broking agencies are throwing money at the fire because they understand that the young uh millennials and gen zers are actively investing after the pandemic or pandemic and therefore uh with the panorama going on um and there being the great reset that that ultimately uh, they have to uh, begin to build for their future. Uh, PayPal understands this and PayPal has decided um, that they are going to uh, start offering traditional stops um, after their success in the cryptocurrency space. So we are definitely moving um, off of Robinhood, um, even just as a app to check traditional stops uh, and ultimately um paypal shares did shoot up today 3.6 percent um on release of this news and robin hood stocks fell uh just shy uh of six percent today uh so 3.6 percent up for paypal six percent down for robin hood robin hood just cannot get off the ropes uh, they keep taking blow after blow after blow and having a powerhouse such as paypal coming into the space just says that not only will people not have to get their uh, stops from Robinhood, they won't have to do payment for order flow as we talked about yesterday. Thus, they don't have to deal with CEO Vlad and the uh, US regulators such as uh, AOC breathing down their backs. AOC beyond the neck bar. Hey, she says she's coming after Robin Hood. Um, Elizabeth Warren says she's coming after Robin Hood. So um, if you have the U.S. regulators coming after a broker. The squad. Um, the squad's coming. Then you you, you, you better run. Um, and so if I were an investor, um, Robin Hood stocks definitely wouldn't be one I would be purchasing. Um, but who knows? We, we aren't financial advisors. Um, so there's a reason why. Um, there are people with certifications that we do not have in the bags to back them up. So take our um, opinions as you feel, 
Uh, but shout out to too much for you. Okay. I knew Robin Hood was trash when they stopped the AMC trading. And that is exactly uh, the kind of response that a avid and, uh, uh, and a savvy investor should have in this space. Um, after spending some time, um, you will realize that not every company has your best interest. If they aren't making decisions uh, with the people in mind, only the middlemen and the large hedge funds, then ultimately you should not be supporting them with your dollars and cents. Uh, back to you, Bastion. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, you just got to realize and it maybe it's hard to realize and it takes these lessons of like, so Robinhood and all these companies, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Robinhood, if you're signing up and they make it easy for you to do something that you have never been able to do before, the, uh, you're the product, not the product you're using. And like you say, yeah, they're just the middleman between the data brokers the huge data brokers so that's why it's you know the business model may change like brave does a good job of making that business model where you get paid to look at ads so at least you're in a little bit more control of your time and data but yeah these companies like Robinhood, uh facebook and a lot of them is just they're collecting data on you and that's what they're there for so It'll be interesting to see how they change their business models to be more like brave versus they're just, you know, harvesting humans. Hey, and data collection is how they thrive um, out here. You know, that's how they make their money. Uh, but before the fiascos with Robinhood, I didn't know much about Melvin Capital or Citadel, and they're the ones behind the scenes pulling the levers you know they're the payment for order flow guys they're the market maker they mm -hmm. are the ones who set the uh, order books themselves to buy and sell so when we ask you know who should we actually be upset with yes robin hood but who's the guy behind robin hood it's the melvin capital it's the citadel you know it's the griffin those are the ones that um actually are pulling the strings on the population. So while, you know, we support PayPal coming into the space, taking some business away from Robinhood, we watching y'all too. So if we see any bad news about y'all <laughs> feelings, just know crypto and down, we'll keep it one thou out and we will be telling the people about your shady business deal. Yeah. But if you want to sponsor us or work with us, just let us know. Yeah, if That's you got right. if you but got an ad theaters to run, we will definitely uh, put it on here, but just know with each subscriber, our price is going up and we're going to stay independent, baby. Oh, yeah. And uh, I will say I use I use all of these products I'm talking about. So whoever's watching, don't think um, I'm bashing on them for and I don't use them. So, and okay. absolutely. I was on the Robin Hood uh, actual wait list back in 2015. So before all of the amc back in 2015 um shout out to my homie shola um he taught he told me about robin hood he said his friends were getting into um, uh this thing called a robin hood app and he told me download it and i got on the way ultimately um i went with another platform after um by the time i was off the wait list so it's cool but we ain't got no hate for Robin Hood. We just keeping it real. 
Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of keeping it real, I think Naomi Saka, she keeps it real sometimes. I wish she'd done a little bit better in the Olympics, but, you know, she can't win them all. So it looks like, uh, you know, Naomi star, tennis star Naomi, Naomi Osaka says Dogecoin piqued her interest in crypto um, and NFTs. So already the subject of NFT collectibles, Osaka is considering investing in cryptocurrency. And it was Doge that caught her attention. Surprised that Doge caught her attention and that she's getting into the NFT space. Well, I'll answer the first question. No, not surprised at all. Um, she is a young uh, woman who definitely is tech savvy, meaning she has a, a smartphone in her hand multiple times a day, whether that be, be on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And therefore, there is no way being in her generation, she hasn't had a friend or someone on her timeline talking about Doge. Um, the only thing different from some of her friends is that she's worth millions of dollars and they're likely not. And so when they're saying, hey, I got this thing called Doge, um, I'm trying to turn 10,000 into one, she could probably drop a million dollars into Doge and that wouldn't hurt her net worth. What is important to me is that she is understanding the power of NFTs or whoever her managers and agents are understanding the power of NFTs, um, having partnered not only uh, with OpenSea, but also with Tom Brady's NFT platform. Got Yo. Laser eyes, Tom Brady. Uh, he seems to be one of the um, figures in the space. And here is his platform autograph and as you can see uh tom brady tiger woods naomi osaka Derek jeter and wayne gretzky oh look simone biles drops at tuesday you literally do not get bigger names in the sports uh world than this only thing else they really need is lebron james and this is literally the top nft collection pack of all time so what Tom Brady is doing or what the developers and team around him are doing is extremely bullish for uh, cryptocurrency, sports, blockchain and athletes themselves. Because I know um, as a kid, I really enjoyed um, cards, collectibles, um, anything with my favorite athletes on them. So to have a blockchain version that I can show off to my friends as a one of a kind. Oh, and it's also worth $50,000. It's bragging rights that likely not many people uh, will have. And look at the Simone Biles. It only costs $250 and there are 100 editions that will be dropped. Who's to say that $250 won't be worth $2,500 or $25,000 in the near future? Um, a $25 platinum premier Tom Brady NFT um, has sold out. And ultimately, when Tom Brady retires, those NFTs will be worth a nice chunk of change. So as always, here on Crypto and Down, we do try to drop some gems for you to always diversify your portfolio in the space and do things um, because the coolest, the hippest of um, people are doing it, as you can see. Naomi Osaka partnering with Tom Brady for her own NFT drop. And with the Simone Biles dropping soon, wish I had me a daughter so I could grab one for her. I may go ahead and grab one for her anyway, um, as ultimately I can show her the videos 
Hey, there go that woman. Hey. Oh, looks like we got a question. Thank you too much for you, okay? Asks, when did you guys first get into, get into crypto and when did you get into trading? You want to take that, uh, Jams, first? I will. Uh, so I got into the traditional markets back in 2015. Um, and I first dabbled in cryptocurrency back in 2017, uh, a little in 2018. And then I took two years off cryptocurrency altogether. Um, I began to get back into the traditional market um, in early 2020. And then um, due to my brother Asherel calling me, FaceTiming me, we were watching UFC fights every weekend during the uh, pandemic. And when, as the panorama was raging, um, he told me, yo, cryptocurrency is coming back. You need to put your attention over here. Um, and then I decided to divert all of my focus um, away from social media, away from all of the craziness that was happening in the streets. I sold my PlayStation and I literally devoted uh, myself to learning the blockchain space um, instead of uh, wasting time doing other things. But really, this has been a journey that started in 2015, um, that came together in 2017-18, and now we're running at full speed in 2020-2021. So shout out to my brother Ashrell for holding on to the homie. <laughs> I did not miss out on the best thing uh, that could happen to me. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got... I mean, I, I want to say I started getting really interested into it in maybe like 2014, 2015. I didn't really know about investing or buying. I was just interested in the technology and I heard the hype, the hype around it. I was reading about it. I think right when Ethereum launched, one of the main, um, I forget when this was, one of the main like marketing spokesperson, I think this guy called Vinay Gupta and through him just talking about the different the ability for smart contracts that's when i was like oh this is really cool and then after that didn't really wasn't into it that much didn't know where to buy or how to invest and then a couple years later stumbled across um the man the legend mr cliff high and hearing him talk about it more especially bitcoin i was like okay let me let, let me uh take a deep dive into this and then from him just off just different people i like to you know we like to browse on youtube so you always discover different types of people for different types of topics so it was around 2017 that i start getting excited again you know um shout out to reggie middleton he interviewed cliff interviewed him uh, and then hearing him talk about it basically made me even more excited. So I tried that platform out for the Veritasium platform out for a little bit. And then it wasn't, and then it, that kind of died. And then it wasn't until I want to say like two and a half years ago that I started uh, kind of getting back into it. Just through different people I followed. People who actually showed the, the small steps of how they get it, what it was. And kind of explain it from like a ground up beginner's level just in layman's terms so i could understand it a little bit better and how it could actually affect me in my personal life than some distant thing that these companies would be bringing to me so yeah i would say it wasn't until two and a half years ago that i really took the time to like dive into it from a point of where i could interact with with cryptos so yeah it's been a long journey of like learning about it dabbling going away and then you know 
finally coming back with a full vengeance. And I think I just owe it all to people out there who are in it for educating people and do the uh, kind of do the hard work of just repeating themselves over and over, bringing the same type of information. Um, but once I just paid attention to them and saw what they could do, I don't necessarily trade, but I did follow people who do trade, who also explained it from a basic level. Um, I would have to say shout out to the Chicago Crypto Hustler on YouTube, um, Chicago Block Bully on Instagram is his Instagram. He was, I think, one of the major people who explained the stuff to me and I bought his book. He actually has an NFT book as well. I'm not sure if he's sold out of that, but um, I would say, yeah, shout out to him who definitely made me more excited about it. Um, and, you know, other people along the way. So, yeah, you'd like you said, it's, it's been a journey of excitement, disappointment, research, stepping away. Um, but coming back to it, it's, you know, it's always interesting and it's just moving faster and faster. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here now. Um, honestly, just beyond thrilled, just truly thankful, grateful um, to be in this position, to be sharing uh, the knowledge that we've gained um, and something that we're really passionate, passionate about and we enjoy. Shout out to Take Your Loot out there on Twitch. Uh, we appreciate you dearly, brother. We're trying to build an audience on Twitch. And really, you, you are our first fan yes. on uh, Twitch. So thank you, brother. Um, hopefully, when we eventually get to the point where we're holding meetups, uh, we will be able to meet you in person and tell you thank you. Shout out to our Facebook Live audience. Shout out to you. Too much for you. Okay for locking in with us each night, each night here on YouTube as well. Um, we try to share um, our real world experiences um, with the crypto rascals here. Um, and it really is a testament to our villages, um, not only our traditional ones, um, our families and our educational system, but as uh, Asherel stated, uh, we really have some of the best um, educators on YouTube or Twitter out there who influence us. Uh, the founder of Hex, Richard Hart, uh, Follow him at Richard Hart Win on Twitter um, is a reason why my knowledge in general in cryptocurrency has gone up tremendously. Uh, Richard Hart Win is not only a controversial character, um, but he also walks the talk um, and he does have the bags to back it up as well. Um, we always have to shout out our brothers at the Gentleman of Crypto, Bitcoin Zay and King Bless. Um, shout out people like crypto windy oh even people like coin bureau and big boys um i can take something from um anyone and learn how to um apply what they're doing or what they're teaching um and incorporate it into my own uh well-being so i appreciate everyone in the space who have has influenced me especially the hexagons out there um who stream relentlessly my boy value brand is always streaming it seems like he never takes a break um even people like wells only our brother blex uh we come from a community of um crypto enthusiasts and that just happens just so happens to rub off on us um looks like take your loot as would you play nft video game when they come mainstream uh Illuvium is one of the games and to answer your question absolutely uh we feel that video games uh, will be the reason why uh, mainstream ultimately adopts and accepts 
uh, cryptocurrency once they realize that you can bet uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum on a Madden game or playing 2K against your friend. You both put up uh, five or five Bitcoins, a lot of money for a Madden game, but you put up 0 0.05 Bitcoin um, trustlessly on the blockchain. And then the winner ultimately ultimately wins that um, Bitcoin. It's just one random example. Um, but looking at Alluvium, fight for ETH. This is exactly the kind of game um, that I am speaking of in my example. If I can kick someone's butt um, in a Mortal Kombat style, Tekken style, video game, Street Fighter style uh, with cool graphics on the blockchain and earn Ethereum all in the same sitting, there is no way that game does not go viral and you don't have children all over the world becoming some of the richest kids that you have ever known in your life. Because if you have eight year olds realizing that, wait, I can earn my allowance, wait, 20 bucks, 30 bucks a day, when ultimately they may get 20, 30 bucks a month or maybe just 50 bucks for Christmas, if that at all, um, a huge roster to collect. Those look incredible. So shout out to Take Your Loot uh, for the knowledge drop from the Twitch community. Alluvium is one that I am going to have to look at because I like that word right there. Say goodbye to gas. And the one thing that does really, really uh, <laughs> yeah. not that no one enjoys is gas fees. It says enjoy a new era of NFTs thanks to integration with Immutable. Uh, X, zero gas fees for peer-to-peer -peer trading with instant transactions, all while you securely maintain custody of your assets. So, wow, incredible drop there uh, by Take Your Loot. I am definitely going to look into Alluvium um, and register. Uh, and what does that first tab say there for us, Asherel? Is that staking, I see, my favorite thing? Yes, sir. So, staking is something that we stress here at Crypto and Down. Stake it till you make it, stake it some more if you don't, and then keep staking it until you fall down. Man. And I feel that ultimately earning passive income while staking um, is the best way to earn rewards. I will have to check out some of these flash pools um, as you know that does expose you to a bit of risk. But as always, cryptocurrency is risky. Um, therefore, if you are um, connecting wallets, and staking and trying to earn rewards investing please 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 do your due diligence read the white paper um this is only level one of the research that we would uh do on this project so shout out to take your loot for exposing it to us um and allowing the crypto rascals out there um, to learn about the innovations that are happening in nft and gaming as i stated a few minutes ago i do believe that is where mainstream adoption will ultimately Yes, yes, definitely appreciate that. Thanks. I'll definitely check that out. I play around with the central land. So it's um, it's always nice to come across a new project in the gaming space. Absolutely. All right, well, kicking off on the theme of sports, keeping up with the theme of sports, we, you know, shout out to Naomi Osaka. Uh, I just want to say it's it's nice to see the younger generation you know serena I, she just went out a week ago or so had to go out of the us open so 
you know, I like uh, between Naomi Osaka and Coco. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like these these new batch of young stars um, coming into space. So. And shout out to Take Your Loot. Uh, September, they were given more info on release date for that game. Uh, yes, I am going to be uh, looking at um, Alluvium either tonight or tomorrow when I get a moment. Um, and if there is a token out there, um, and I do see a community, of course, I got to check the telegrams, the discords, the Twitters. Got to do my due diligence. And um, I advise the audience to always check your telegrams for any cryptocurrency. Check what the community is saying about them on Twitter. Check all of their social media. Read the white paper. Try to find out as much information as you can. Where are they listed? What is their what is their uh, circulating supply? How many holders are there? There are just many different levels of verification that you need to go through with each cryptocurrency that you invest in because um, this is a space where you invest at your own risk. There is no safety net but you. Ain't no safety net but you. Uh, and you know who found that, that out? <laughs> hey. Yo, you know, shout out Cam. Did not have a safety net on New England Patriots release Cam Newton Mac Jones to start at QB and this article according to ESPN looks like Adam Schefter had the take on first take about it this is article is by Mike uh, Rice Reese but yeah uh, what do you think we talked about Cam uh, I don't know if we talked about his like protocol mishap with the whole C not you know c19 thing and um i haven't watched any of this mac jones guy i did see his mugshot earlier today or this evening so that was interesting but i'm kind of like you know did cam get done dirty you know will someone pick him up pretty soon what are your thoughts on him getting released well unfortunately one of the first articles i read this morning was about two legendary uh running backs, both Todd Gurley and Le'Veon Bell being free agents um, as of today. And then what happens later that day? Cam Newton gets released by the Patriots. So nothing is too shocking now to me in 2021. However, um, with the Patriots drafting Mac Jones um, as their number one uh, pick, um, it was only a matter of time before Bill Belichick made him the quarterback of the future. Um, and now the AFC East um, has Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Tua, Kagalavoa, I don't want to pronounce it, I ain't never going to get it right, <laughs> and Josh Allen, 25 years old, um, as the starting quarterbacks. That is going to be exciting to watch. Um, and uh, it seems that Mr. Rich Semini didn't even try to spell Tua's last name either. So I guess at least I am not the only one um, who needs to up his Polynesian up and work on his skills when it comes to pronouncing um, Hawaiian names. Shout out to all our Pacific Islanders out there. Um, I am going to work on that too. Maybe I just need to start uh, listening to uh, some videos or whatnot. I'll watch some highlights. That's what I'll do. I'll watch some highlights um, and make sure I get that correct the next time. Yes, sir. 
Uh, you'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. All right. Last sports story before we roll out of here tonight. It's been a fun night. Just thanks for all the interaction from Take Your Loot and Too Much for You. Okay. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all uh, checking in with us. But look here. Looky, 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 looky here. Ohio State Buckeyes QB Queen U E Ewers 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 has nil deal for 1.4 million uh says let's say this article's by tom van Haren from espn now correct me if i'm wrong where's this guy where did this guy go to high school here is he from ohio is he from texas no, so he's from texas uh did he go, wait did he go to uh south lake carroll yep because I, I swear i saw the uniform and i was like yo that looks like a dragon okay Yep. So that is um, that is um, a quarter that is the quarterback from South Lake Carroll, um, and he has signed a one point four uh, million dollar endorsement deal um, after uh, leaving high school early to go to college. As you know, if you are still a high school senior, uh, you are unable to sign a partnership deal. So he did leave school early to go on to Ohio State um, so he could sign that deal. However, he will not be able to, I mean, he will not be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. Um, he is actually a freshman um, and there are two quarterbacks ahead of him. So um, I saw that he was gifted an F-250 from a local dealership. Um, and now it's just interesting to see um, how the tide had shifted after all of the Pharrell prior craziness um, and now you have backup after backup uh, quarterback signing $1.4 million partnership deals and driving uh, F-250s who, when they don't even play um, at all. They're just projected to be really good. But no hate for the local South Lake Carroll uh, boy. We wish him all the best. Um, and hopefully he does have success and um, they get a return on their investment. Yeah, definitely. We'll we'll see. Shout out to him. Make that money, young man. Make that money. Get that money. Uh, also, I want to say, y'all, uh, thanks for watching. Follow us on Twitter at Crypto and Down. It's been fun catching up with you tonight. Thanks again, everyone, for watching. Uh, you got anything else uh, for us, Jams, uh, before we uh, roll out and out of here? Not really. I feel like we had a very thorough um, examination of the crypto space um, as we see it today. Um, we had some good stories that we discussed. We dropped a couple gems in there for um, our audience. Shout out to the Crypto Rascal. Shout out to um, our viewers on Facebook Live, Twitch, uh, YouTube, uh, and um, Twitter, as well as TikTok. So um, sometimes I have to remember uh, where all of our uh, viewers are as crypto and down continues to expand. Um, but shout out to you, Asherel. I appreciate you um, more than you know, my brother. We are doing great things with this channel and we're really having an impact. Um, and future is only up and to the right. Yes, sir. And on that note, good night, y'all. Peace out.